folks, and as you know, when the music stops, we get started here with uh, episode five of season one of the Brookline Bugle podcast version. And today I have the honor of our regional director of financial aid, fairly new, probably within the last three, four months. Is that yeah, right? About yeah. Four uh, director, regional director of financial aid, uh, Ms. Sharon Jones, who I have the honor of bringing into the Brookline family. She used to be my director of financial aid before she was promoted. And uh, I just wanted to uh, bring her in because financial aid is sometimes a misunderstood uh, piece of the admissions process and the continuing student process, right? Yeah. As, uh, as students move through their academic journeys. So Sharon, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, doing good in front of the in front of the big microphone here. Big microphone. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good. Uh, I'd like to start off, you know, letting people know a little bit more about you. Um, are you are you from this area? Have you lived all your life in this area? Where where do you hail from? I am not. I am a transplant, as they call it. Yeah. Um, I am from Chicago, Illinois, in the city. Okay. Um, I moved here about five years ago now in 2018. Yeah. Um, and we moved out here for my son who wanted to go to ASU. Oh, very good. Oh, wow. Okay, good, good. So is he currently attending or is he graduated? He is. He's a junior right now. Oh, okay. Almost done. What's his major? Uh, business and sports. Oh, okay. Sports business. <laughs> is yeah. he a jock? He loves sports. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, but he originally went into law. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he said, "Mom, you gave me your heart, and I just don't have the heart for it." Yeah. So <laughs> he went to his next uh, favorite thing, which is sports. Okay, good, good. Well, you know, living here in Phoenix, what do you what do you like to do? What's your what uh, what 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 do you like to do when you're not uh, doing your job? I'm in love with the weather in the winter, of course. Yes. Summer, way too hot. Um, <laughs> but we love the trails. And we just recently got a dog. He's a year old. And okay. so we're taking him with us on the trails now, which is really nice. Um, and being outside, it's beautiful. You get this misconception when you're from the Midwest that yeah. you're going to the desert and it's just yeah. going to be a lot of brown. Yeah. You're not going to see a lot of green or flowers. You're just going to see all the dirt and sand, right? Right. But that's not that's not how it is at all. No, it's sometimes beautiful. you see a lot of artificial turf. And that too. <laughs> <laughs> no. And that too, or, or some rocks. Yeah. But um, it's oh, it's so beautiful out here. Good, good, good. Well, you know that's that that's great, and you know that's that's what I wanted. Part of this podcast, what I want to do is uh, to have leaders in the organization and different people in the organization get to you know get to know us a little bit better. From a personal standpoint, because we all know know each other professionally, we we interact with each other a lot, um, and so it's all. I think it's always good to kind of get that personal side, and you know, see. Well, you know, where'd you come from? What do you do? What do you like? Those types of things, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, good. Well, I will transition now. Um, first, of, first question is: Have you always worked in financial aid services? Yes. Okay. From a very young age. Oh, really? Um, Talk to me about that. Yeah, and and also financial aid was was known because if you talk to some people nowadays, or you know some some of the younger kids, you might not know who of what a financial aid advisor is or what an enrollment advisor is until right. you get to that point and you right. need one. 
you don't really know. But back in Chicago in school, we had to have community service hours um, when you graduate eighth grade and when you graduate high school. And so hmm. a lot of the co- the local colleges would um, uh, have us have the kids come in to do community service hours and get the admissions folders together. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, put some students on the computer for yeah. financial aid or the paper applications. I'm aging myself now. Um, <laughs> but, um, so I had, I already had an idea of what that looked like. Um, and then from as early as 18 years old, I was full time in financial aid. Oh, really? So, yeah. I worked for, I started off with Dr. Scholl School of Podiatry. Okay. And That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We had to start them off with cash payments and then yeah. transition into the financial aid. Okay. Um, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, and then from there went in, you know, to a couple different more colleges. But yeah, I've been in financial aid for a long, long time. So you know the business. Know the business. Yeah. Well, good, good, good. Um, talk to me a little bit about the average day for a financial aid advisor. You know, what what does their day typically look like? And and I know there we 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 have different pockets that they work in. But just in general terms, I think it'd be nice for people to know, you know, what happens, you know, throughout the day for a, for a financial aid person. Yeah, absolutely. And we do have the different different hubs. The new hub structure now has the different teams um, just so that their primary focus is kind of split and we can really focus on the needs of the student. Um, so we have an intake team. Um, that works with assisting the student with overviews and estimates. Right. So they're on the phone all day um, talking about different programs, the cost, the per credit charge, um, helping them with the application, with the free application for federal student aid, explaining what that even is, right. um, and also just educating the students on what their packaging will look like and what their next steps would be, setting up that expectation. Because financial aid can be scary, right? You think of finances, financial yeah. aid money. Um, but it, we try to make it as understandable as possible and yeah. provide all the resources necessary. So a typical day for anyone in any hub is basically financial aids on the phone the majority of the time, okay. walking students through applications, um, assisting them with any gap balances they have, trying to find those um, ways that they can cover uh, their balance with a feasible monthly payment, if that applies to them, applying for scholarships, assisting students with workforce, tribal funding, filling out documents and paperwork um, to facilitate that. So really just assisting that student with their needs to cover the program costs. Right. And and I always say, I've always said this, that financial aid is not the sexy part of admissions because you are part yes. of admissions. Uh, or part of the enrollment, enrollment. process, enrollment process. I should say that. Yeah. It's not the sexy part of the enrollment process because, you know, a student, uh, comes in, they're excited to, to get into class. You know, they've got what they need. And now we have to figure out how we're going to pay for it. Right. Right. So what kind of person, if you're, if you're getting your ideal person that you want speaking to students, what does that person look like? What are some of the traits? What are some of the personality traits and skills that you look for? So um, that's a great question. <laughs> Good. Uh, we, yes, great question. Um, we want someone who's patient, who's understanding, um, and who can relate to the student, right? Because 
like we like we said, it's a scary time. You know, you're talking about finances and about money, but someone who's patient and can go through those applications with the student, but also be patient with the student and parent when they have questions. And that's what we're really looking yeah. for. Someone who's caring, empathetic, but also knows the regulation and knows, you know, um, all the regulations and then also the process. Yeah. So they understand the process, what we can offer students and how we can assist them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always say someone with a sense of humor too, right? Uh, you got to have that too. You got to throw <laughs> some jokes in there. Because <laughs> you got you to keep their interest. So, so I, th- I think that, I think in, you know, in, in any job, you know, yeah, <clears throat> anybody with reasonable intelligence can learn a job. They can learn skills, yes. right? I, I always say, you know, that's the teachable part of the job. The, the tough part that you really can't teach are those soft skills, right? Right. The, being personable. The being personable, uh, understanding, being empathetic. You know, um, one of the things I'll I'll give you some kudos because one of the things that I've noticed about you, and I think you exhibit all those traits, is that you are never afraid to look for out of the box solutions for students. Um, in a very calm and very professional manner. That's one of the things that I've always, uh, I've always loved about your approach with the students. Um, and I know that uh, over time, um, it can come to a point where, you know, it, it kind of where you are, you're on the phone five, six, seven hours of the day, you know, talking, talking about, you know, FAFSAs and ICERs and all the different acronyms that go along with financial aid. Um, tell me what you do as a leader, you know, to keep these kids, and I call everyone kids because I'm older than everybody, <laughs> but to keep these people uh, your, that work for you or your your directors, your associate directors, your, uh, you know, your, your financial aid reps, to keep them motivated. How do you keep them motivated and, and keep their vision aligned with what we want for our students? Absolutely. Um, great question. Yeah. <laughs> Two in a row. <laughs> Two in a row. Look at you, Don. Um, I think what's so important is to have a balance. You have to have a balance with your department. Anytime you're in management, yeah. you have to have that balance. Um, and what I mean for our department is you kind of got to have that fun a little bit. And then you also got to have those training sessions um, so that you're constantly making sure that you're on top of the new regulations, the new rules, right. the new law. But then at the same time, you, just as you said, you know, when you're on the phone all the time and you're, you're constantly, you know, just, you know, going over the same applications and you got to, you got to mix a little bit of fun in there. You yeah. got to get the team environment going, the motivation. And so, um, we just recently had an Easter celebration. Really? Yeah. No training involved. No anything. And just decorate an egg. Yeah. Send that in. <laughs> Send the picture in. And we got some really creative egg decorations. Oh, yeah. Um, and then some like trivia on Easter. And, and we were just able to get together and laugh and talk. And then once you have that kind of rhythm going on, mm-hmm. then you're you can go back to what you were doing. It's that you need that break away, yeah. right? But also with that too is um, we're hearing a lot of stories from students that really touch us, right? And the team shares that they're really good with sharing that. Like I just spoke with a student who had an unfortunate situation. This was the situation, you know. Just wanted to share the story with you guys and 
getting close to our students and really understanding what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And that, that helps because then you're, when you have that next call, you don't know what everyone's going through. And we do get to hear those things and those stories sometimes. And that just makes what we do so much more important. Ah, uh, that's, 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 that's great because it, it is important to break away, right? And to, uh, to, to have a good time, whatever that looks like, you know, for, for the kids. And, uh, um, I appreciate that you did that, you know, um, I know that, uh, you know, in all of, well, you know, Brookline, you know, we've went through a lot of change and, you know, with the, with the verticals, you know, kind of forming their own, their own, uh, pathways, mm-hmm. as you could say. You know, and, and sometimes for the student, it, you know, it, it, it can be a bit of a disconnect. And, and I think that uh, we're doing a, a pretty decent job of trying to curb that a little bit and try to bridge that a little bit. Because as you know, anytime there's a, a change, what happens? It, you know, you have explosions and landmines everywhere, <laughs> that, you're, everywhere. That, that you're trying <laughs> to put out. But, uh, I, I, I think personally, you're doing a great job of, of, uh, of remediating a lot of that and, and, and being very open to, uh, to working with the, with the different departments. So, you know, personally, I, I appreciate that. And I know a lot of others do too. Um, but, uh, it, you know, if it's, uh, uh, all of our jobs are hard, right? Yes. What, what is the hardest part of your job? You know, I enjoy it so much that even the hard really? parts really aren't too hard for me. Huh. Um, I really, I'm, I'm very empathetic as well. And yeah. so when, you know, there's a situation with a student that we're trying to figure out, I try to go above and beyond to, to make sure we can accommodate. And then I do the same thing with the staff. You know, we have our internal, external customers. Yeah. I'm, I, I treat them all the same yeah. uh, with the same service. So, um, those are the hard parts. When you have a staff member going through something personal, a student going through something personal, and you're just really trying to help um, facilitate yeah. that. But And that's just because, like I said, I'm, I'm the empathetic one. <laughs> but um, even the hard yeah. conversations you have to have, even the meetings, the hard meetings we have to have, as you know, um, they are, you know, you can get a little nervous and, and scared at times. But I enjoy what I do so much, and I believe in our team and yeah. our in our institution so much that Good. It, it's not at the end of the day, it's not something that's going to break. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. So do I. So do I. 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 When when things get frustrating, I I always really you go back to, you know, what the students are experiencing in the classroom, and and that's not always one hundred percent perfect. I mean, we would be lying if we said it was. But for the vast majority of the time, I think that the, what the delivery of education and service that we give our students is exemplary. Um, and I think we're always quick to remediate when, when things aren't. You know, yeah. one of the things I, I always tell students and through their new student orientation, whatever that might be, is, you know, don't, don't suffer alone. You know, don't, if something's wrong, if something's amiss, you know, come to somebody who can help. And, uh, you know, I know that you and I have had numerous examples of students that have come in and they said, Hey, I'm having some difficulty or this and that. And I get, you always seem to answer the call while they're in there and we get it taken care of. And, and that's the kind of service that, uh, 
you know, it, it may sometimes, it sometimes seem a bit ad hoc, <laughs> right? But it gets it done. And I think that's, that's, that's what our mission should be to always try to find a way to get it done. Absolutely. You know? I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do too. And, uh, what, what else would you like to, now, one of the things I wanted to, to get be, with, with the change and with, you know, financial aid coming out, out of the campuses and changing structure, talk to me, you alluded to it a little bit earlier, maybe a little more detail in what that structure looks like and what are some of the different pieces uh, of, you know, of the different teams and some of their mission, you know, if you can, if you can outline that for me a little bit, I yeah. I know you alluded to it earlier, but a little maybe some more detail around uh, what their mission is For in the sure. different verticals. Um, so, and and it it sounds like it's been a, it's been a while, but actually, it's still newer if you think about it yeah. because this August will be the full the full year yeah. of the hub yeah. structure. So, what happened was instead of having the financial aid advisors at the campus level, uh, we moved to a hub structure. The hub structure's uh, broken up within um, the financial aid team. So we have an intake team that mm -hmm. works with um, new students, prospective students, um, on estimates, overviews, and completing the FAFSA application. At that point, the student moves on to our new start packaging team. Uh, the new start packaging team will help them with student loan applications, private loan applications, any kind of gap financing, and then finalizing their funding plans. Okay. Now, when it comes to second academic year, third academic year, when a student is up for repackaging, then they go through the repack hub, where we have financial aid advisors who specialize in repackaging, um, looking at what aid is left. Are they at their aggregate limits? Right. <laughs> what can we do to facilitate funding this academic year and moving forward? Um, and they work with the students, of course, one-on-one. -on -one. And a lot of students nowadays like things through text and emails and stuff like you, that. You know it. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what our repack team um, does. And then we have our specialty team. So our specialty team works with our veteran students, um, our partnership discount students, our tribals, our graduates. They assist with the exits. Um, and they're able to go ahead and really review the accounts prior to graduation to make sure that everything's in line. Um, so the way that the hub structure set up is really to support the life cycle of the student. Right. Um, which is why I, I believe in it so much. It's just, it's a change for everyone, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're just going through those growing pains. Yeah. But I know that once we get there, I mean, we'll, we're coming up on a year and we're yeah. already seeing some and, really good results. And, and and when you move to that, you have to get the right people. And that takes exactly. time. It takes time to build a team. <clears throat> you know, it, you know, some people might be better fit for something. Some people are better fit for remote work, you know, and uh, it takes a while to build those teams. And while that's happening, it, can be painful for a, a director, a regional director, or, or a manager. So I, I certainly am an empath when it comes to that, too. <laughs> I've been there. So, well, you know, the music is going to be starting soon. Uh, so I'd like to say, are there any parting, I'd like to say, are there any parting shots that you have uh, to, to end, the, end this uh, podcast? I would love to just say and shout out everyone 
at Brookline, at Unitech Learning. I think we're just such a great group. Yeah. I have um, m- from Melissa Galveo in, yeah. you know, enrollment and admissions, who's amazing um, and has assisted yeah. so much to our campus directors, you guys, yeah. to our academic staff who helps the students on an everyday basis, our operations, everyone involved. Just thank you for everything that you do um, to support and assist financial aid and our students and our staff. Well, I can't top that. That's amazing. Well, thank you. This is again, this is Sharon Jones, our regional director of financial aid for Brookline College. And it it really has been fun talking to you. I've learned a little bit. I know that, uh, you know, a lot of the people that are going to listen to this are going to learn a little bit because financial aid is a little, sometimes a little bit. I always say as a campus director, not in financial aid, I never pretend I know that much about it because that'll get you in trouble. (laughs) That'll get you in trouble every time. So again, Sharon, thanks a million for coming aboard. And uh, I wish you a a happy Easter weekend and uh, best for you and your family. Okay. You as well. Thank you for having me. Thanks a million. Bye-bye now. Bye.